Hello, brothers and sisters. Glad to be with you one more time on this December the 6th, 2021, which is my birthday. I'm thankful to the Lord for allowing me to see 47. Hallelujah. And I ask that you all, you don't have to, I don't want you to send me anything. I want you to pray for me. Just, just pray that the Lord will strengthen me in my body, that the Lord will strengthen me in my mental uh, spiritual faculties that I could be a better steward of the mysteries of the kingdom. And if you'll pray for me and speak the, the words of God over me, speak health and speak wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, I'm praying it myself, but I want you to pray that with me. And if you'll do that with me, I receive that as a birthday gift. I desire that. I, that's the gift I desire from you is that you speak over me words of prayer. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, let your spirit be in my mouth. Out of my belly shall flow rivers of living waters. As I teach on kingdom stewardship, cause me to express your personality, to express your desires to the best of the abilities that you have put within me in the name of the Lord Jesus. How many know God put different abilities in, in people? One place he gave a person five talents according to that person's ability. Another place he gave a person two talents according to his ability. Another person one talent according to his ability. And all of us, you know, most of us can judge. You could tell if a person intellect is on a certain level. And you would deal with a person according to their intellect. Well, God is smarter than us. He's the same way. And we're made in his image and his likeness. That's why we do things that way. Those of us who are intelligent. Of course, you wouldn't call double dribble on a five-year-old kid. How many understand what I mean? So what I'm, what I'm trying to do is, hey, to, to whom much is given, much is required. I might not have been given as much as you or vice versa. But we want to take what God has given to us, whether it be monetary, whether it be wisdom and revelation. And you know, God even made it, if you desire to be wise, he said, if, if a man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Now I can pray for it for you. Paul did pray for the people to receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation. But God also desired that the person should ask the Lord for wisdom. Now, even a wise man should ask for more wisdom. That'll make him wise. How many understand what I mean? And if you know you're a little slow, you'll know it if you are. And if you're wise, you need to know you're a little slow because none of us is as smart as God. How many can understand that? So I think all of us should desire to be fed wisdom in our spirit. Ask the Lord to give you sensitivity to his voice. How many know we need sensitivity to the voice of God? If all of us had uh, good sensitivity to the voice of God, all of us can speak rhema prophetic words. You'd have seen the great prophets like Kim Clement and different ones, and not just him, there's a lot of them. But you can admit that they have a more clarity of God's voice than probably we do. 
Well, so we can always ask the Lord to give us a better clarity of his voice. We can hear him to a certain measure or operate in the prophetic to a certain measure. But how many know we should desire to excel to edify it? Love edify it and prophecy edify it. Now we're talking about kingdom stewardship. We're going to start at Luke, the 16th chapter, at verse 1. And he said also unto his disciples, there was a certain rich man which had a steward. Steward mean a person that's an overseer over, over something. And the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. How many of you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in their bank account? It don't have to be that much. It could be $20,000. It could be $15,000. It could be $5,000. You are a steward over that. How many got land? How many has land just sitting there and, and it's not being put to use? It's not being hunted on. It's not uh, anything not been built on it or whatever. Or you got a, a house that you've been left from your ancestors that you hadn't went over there and remodeled and rented them out to get, uh, so somebody can have something to, somewhere to stay. And also that you can get paid from that. It's a benefit to the person that's living there. It's a benefit to your pocket. See, God has given all of us something. So he, he gave this, this certain rich man, he had a steward. He put somebody in charge of some of his goods, and the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. So this steward wasn't doing right with what this uh, rich guy had put him over. And he called him, and he said unto him, How is it that I hear this of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship, for thou mayest be no longer steward. So you want to know from this guy, man, what you been doing with my cheddar? What you been doing with my cheese, my chips, my grips, my flow stack loop ends, or whatever you want to call it? What you been doing with it? In verse 3, it says, Then the steward said within himself, What shall I do? For my Lord take it away from me the stewardship, I cannot dig. Other words, he's saying he don't have any skill set. To beg, I am ashamed. See, because he's walking around all this cheddar, you know, it's living lavishly. So he's ashamed to start begging. Then he knew he didn't know how to do anything. But watch what he do. I am resolved. In verse 4, he said, I am resolved what to do. That when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. So what he's going to do is, when the, when the rich man put him out of his stewardship, he's going to go and live, might live with somebody who he's been lending the man's money to. Now watch what he do. Verse 5 says, so he called every one of his Lord's debtors un, unto him and said unto the first, how much owest thou unto my Lord? And he said, a hundred measures of all. And he said unto him, take thy bill and sit down quickly and write 50. Then said he to another, how much owest thou? And he said, a hundred measures of wheat. And he said unto him, take thy bill and write four score, which is 80. A score is 20 years. And the Lord commended. The unjust steward. Now, 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 check out. He commended him. He commended him. 
He didn't he didn't say, man, you 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 did work. No, he said, man, you're a smart man. He said, you're a smart man because he had done wisely. Listen to this. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Let me stop right there. I, I, I want to go far than that, but I'm, I'm, I'm running low on time. I want to stop right there and just talk a little bit. A kingdom-minded person is trying to figure out how to reach more people and bring more people into the kingdom. A kingdom-minded person is trying to influence his neighborhood, is trying to influence his city, is trying to influence his state, is trying to influence his country. A kingdom-minded person, for, for good or for evil. See, the Muslims are kingdom. They're kingdom-minded. What they do is they try to infiltrate your country and bring their religion or their culture to your country. Then at the same time, they tell you that you can't bring your Jesus to their country. Why? Because they're kingdom. They're interested in spreading their kingdom and stopping yours from spreading. Why? Because the children of the world are wiser than the children of the light. They're kingdom-minded. And see, God wants the children of the light to be wise, and he wants them to be kingdom-minded. Why is it the kingdom that's, that's fallen? You, you ever check out the Jehovah Witness? They go door-to-door. They're kingdom-minded. They call it kingdom hall. They deny the name of Jesus, or they preach another Jesus. Why? Because the, because the children of the dark, is wiser than the children of the light, and we don't want that to be that way. Brothers and sisters, I got a lot to say about this, but I'm out of time. Be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters, on this Tuesday morning. We're talking about kingdom stewardship. Father, cause me to release the instructions, Lord, and the edification, Lord, and the, and the teachings, Lord Jesus, that you desire, Lord, to edify my brothers and sisters to be a blessing, Lord, but also really to cause them to be a blessing, Lord, in their habitations. Move mightily, Father, by your Holy Spirit. Let the spirit of revelation and wisdom on, in the knowledge of your divine plans fall upon each person, Lord, as I speak in the name of the Lord Jesus. <clears throat> First Corinthians 4 and at verse 1, it says, Let a man so account of us, as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. In other words, like I told you, the word steward means overseer, a, a, a person that look after the mysteries of God or whatever you're stewarding. Verse 2, it said, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Well, the root word of faithful is what? Faith. So you can imply that a steward must have faith. Now, what is faith? Faith is a complete confidence in someone or something. What you got to be faithful in? You got to be faithful in what? Prayer, meditation, see, reading the Bible. All of us are called to be stewards. You have different levels of stewardship. 
but all of us are called to be stewards. All of us are called to pray. All of us are called to read the word. Don't let nobody tell you that you don't need to read the word for yourself. You need to just believe what they teach you because you don't have the ability to understand the word. You do have the ability. And if you don't understand it when you first read it, read it again. If you don't understand it and you read it a second time, read it the third time. And pray and ask the Lord to give you revelation, and he give it to every man liberally and upbraid it not. As you keep reading, more revelation comes. Because the word is not dead. The word is a lie. It is a living word. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. It is a lie. See, the word was made flesh and dwelt among men, and that word in spirit form is alive on the inside of you. In Luke, the 16th chapter, I got to go back there. At verse 1, it said, and he said also unto his disciples, there was a certain rich man which had a steward, and the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. And he called him and said unto him, how is it that I hear this of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship, for thou mayest be no longer steward. Then the steward said within himself, what shall I do? For my Lord take it away from me the stewardship. I cannot dig. In other words, he don't have any natural skills. He's not a carpenter. He's not a roofer. He said he can't dig. Then to beg, I am ashamed. Then he don't want to go around begging people for money. Some people are not ashamed to beg, but this guy was. He didn't want to lower himself to become a beggar. Now, this is what he did because he is intelligent. This guy is intelligent. I am resolved what to do. Now, he knew he was just party-hearted, juke-jam, boogie-woogie, but he was intelligent also. So he said, I am resolved what to do, that when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. He's going to make friends with all these people that owe money. He's going to go make friends, and he's going to do what? He's going to practice a kingdom principle. The first kingdom principle he practiced, this will work whether you're good, good or evil. He practiced forgiveness. He practiced forgiveness. Watch what he did. Watch what he did. He practiced forgiveness. So he called every one of his laws debtor unto him, unto him. And he said unto the first, how much owest thou unto my Lord? And he said, a hundred measures of all. Now, this, his law was trading a bunch of stuff. He trading all, wheat, all kind of stuff. So at one store, he was selling all. And he said, this guy owed a hundred measures on the oil. And he said unto him, take thy bill and sit down quickly and write 50. Now, why did he, why did he forgive him? Because he desired friends. Why did Jesus forgive us? Because he desired friends. Why do you forgive other people? Because you desire friends. You desire fellowship. Why? Because the people you're going to forgive, they're going to help you further your, your plans. They're going to help you with what you're trying to do. See, you got to be wise. Forgiveness is walking in wisdom. It's a kingdom principle. It's a kingdom. If you want to be a, a steward of the mysteries of the kingdom, one of the mysteries of is walking in love towards everybody, forgiving everybody. Why? Because your love and your forgiveness is going to be what's going to draw them to God. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to take a segue right here. I always treat 
the people that work with me, the new people, I treat them better than the rest of them. The rest of them look at them like they just to help. They try to get them the worst assignments, and they don't talk to them that pleasant. They call them lazy. They say they don't want to work. And so because these people are built, uh, beat up mentally, a lot of them call in sick. A lot of them won't come to work. But if I was in charge of them, which I never got into the managerial aspect, because my calling is actually to be on the street because I was doing the work of an evangelist. I was laying hands on the sick and casting out devils while I'm working. Hallelujah. And so that's why I never wanted to get into management. But me being intelligent, I would have made friends with them people. Why? Because they're going to be the people that are going to make me look good. They're going to make my numbers look good. They're going to make me look good because when they love me, when they that what's going to make them love me is how I treat them. And they can be on the worst route or the worst thing ever, but they're going to say, man, this king I'm working with, and I'm going to do a good job because of him. I'm going to come to work because of him. I want to be the reason, if I was in charge, that they came to work. Why? Because that's kingdom-minded. And then once the work atmosphere is good, it's going to be more of them that want to work. You should do that at home. You should do that wherever you go at the church. You don't want to have people come to church and find everything wrong with them. Why they got this on? Why they got that on? Why they look like this? Why they look like that? You're not kingdom. You're driving away from the kingdom. Then next thing you know, they're Muslim, <laughs> whatever. Are <laughs> they Jehovah Witness? Are they in a game? Because the game is set them how they is or whatever it is. Well, what I'm saying is you got to be kingdom minded. So he forgave him. He, he said right down 50, and then verse 7 said, then said he to another, how much owes thou? And he said, a hundred measures a week. And he said unto them, take thy bill and write for a score. And the Lord commended the unjust steward. He gave him credit. Why? Because he had done wisely. This is what he's reading. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Brothers and sisters, the children of the world aren't supposed to be wiser than the children of light. Verse 9. And I say unto you, make to yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness. That when ye fail, it don't say if you fail. It don't say you might fail. It says when ye fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitations. Hallelujah. You got people that's not born again that got money. Mammon means currency. So I say to you, make to yourselves friends. In other words, be friendly with people that has the money. Be friendly with those people. Why? Because when you fail... They will receive you into everlasting habitations. Then it says, he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. If therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to you, your trust the true riches? But if you have been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? In other words, God didn't agree with that man doing it. He didn't agree with him being unjust, but he agreed with his method of making friendships, his method. He, he forgave people. What I'm saying, kingdom stewardship, our methods of, of, of dealing with money. What are you using your money for? Some of you got an abundance. Why you send your kids to a Christian school where they can get a Christian education? Give to a mission ministry. It ain't gonna break you so so they can have the missionaries can have money overseas. Build build some stuff, build some apartment complexes. 
Do something with that money. Build some more houses. Why? Be a steward. Why? So you can give more money to the kingdom of God and spread the kingdom. I got a lot to explain, but I'm out of time. Be blessed. Well, brothers and sisters, I'm glad to be with you once again. We're talking about kingdom stewardship. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, cause me to disseminate words from the throne to cause wisdom and revelation, Lord, to fall upon the hearer, Lord. Let it be so, Father. Let it be a gigantic release of your spirit of understanding in the name of the Lord Jesus. You know, how many of you watch politics? I know a lot of you do. You watch CNN, MSNBC. Some of you watch Fox News or ON1 or whatever. Well, those people are stewards of something. They're stewards of the wisdom of whatever side they're on. They're trying to use their voice to influence their listeners. They, they want to keep the ones that they have already influenced, and they want to draw more people to their side. Now, Satan is more skilled at this, actually, than the children of the kingdom, as it says in the scriptures, that the children of this world is wiser than the children of light. Well, but God won't some of his children. You know, he could take 300 and destroy an army of 30,000. That's what he did with Gideon. God don't need 30,000. He, he could take 300 and whoop 30,000. Well, my job is and your job is to influence enough people in the realms of righteousness that we can control the evil spirits that are influencing the airways. You know, the, no, Satan is the prince of the power of the air. See, he, he works in our ways. He sold discord. Race, he wants people to think everybody races, all, some are. But he wants you to be aware of that, constantly aware of what's wrong. Constantly, he wants you to be fearful. Every time something comes in the news about some variant, he wants you to be scared and frightened because fear have torment. Satan's job is to torment you. Satan's job is to call division. See, that's his job, divide and conquer. So if people are getting along, he don't like that. He don't want a husband and wife to get along. He don't want uh, people to get along at work. He don't want people to get along in your city government, in your state government, and in the government of the country. Because that's his job, to sow discord. Well, we're still in Luke 16, right? Where it says, in Luke 16, and at verse 9, where it says, um, not verse 9, at verse 8, it said, And the Lord commended the unjust steward, because he had done wisely for the children of this world or in their generation, wiser than the children of light. Now, let me show you something. A, few, a, a couple of years ago, the Lord told me to get on Facebook, Instagram. I always thought all that was the devil, because you'd be on the religious teachings, they teach you that in some kind of way is righteousness to be poor. That is righteousness, not to, not to own a Mercedes. It's righteousness, not to own a Lexus. It's righteousness, not to own a big house. Who in the world said that? Well, you got religious people that are not kingdom. They're not kingdom. You know, people draw, you know why people draw the, to, to the rap stars in the Hollywood? You know why they draw to them? 
because they're shining. They got they got glit. They got gold. They're shining. They they got women and all that. They got what people want. They got alcoholic beverages and wine. They on there with champagne and women in bikinis. That's why they draw to it because they got what they want. And the women want the men with the with the with the with the flash, with the big cars. That's why they draw to it. That's why people draw to the world. That's why they draw to it because they got something to, uh, that they want. Now everybody wants some money. You, you know, you say you don't want to, you're a liar, because you got to pay your bills. Somebody gave you a million dollars right now, you would say, "Oh, I don't want to give back." You tell them a lie. But it ain't nothing wrong with having money. It's the love of money. Don't love it. Why? Because money needs to be used to be a steward. And I ain't saying you got to be broke, but you're going to take a portion of it. God ain't never asked a person to be broke. He told them to take a portion of it and give it to them. People act like 10%. They come against time like 10% going to break them. I ought to make a rule where you got to pay 50%. People act like that. People, people who mad at the time, they be like, oh, it's this and that. It's old covenant, this and that. It's, well, first of all, Abraham did it, but you know, that motors, like, that ain't going to break you, giving 10% of your income to the Lord. That ain't going to break you at all. Matter of fact, going to do the opposite according to scriptures. It ain't going to break you. It ain't going to make you, bro. It's going to make you rich. Jesus became poor that you, through his poverty, might become rich. So what I'm saying is a good steward is going to give to the church. A good steward is going to give the ministry. A good steward is going to give the people. You give them some. You don't mind spending some money on people, uh, uh, but you don't mind spending money on the kingdom of God. You don't mind using your money to influence somebody's life. Why? Because you're going to be an influence to them for the kingdom of God. You see what I'm saying? People are going to remember you by what you're, you're doing for them more so than what you're telling them. Your action is going to speak so loud that they can't hear your words. But we still at Luke, the 16th chapter, and at verse 19. It says, there was a certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen. But that joker was shawl, and he fared sumptuously every day. I mean, he was clean. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, and designed to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Are you listening to this? This man was hanging around this rich man. Why? Because he just wanted to eat. He just wanted to eat. He just wanted to eat. So he was getting crumbs from this man. Now, this man could have did better than that. He could have gave that man something to eat rich. He knew him. He could have put him in a house. It wasn't going to hurt his pocketbook. He couldn't take all that money with him. Then he could have had an influence over the man, whether it was for a wicked kingdom or a righteous kingdom. But see, God wants us to use the money He gives us to influence people for righteousness. That the, you know, if you got a, if you got a bunch of money uh, at your church, it ain't doing nothing sitting in the bank. Get on TV, get on the radio, do something with it. Build, occupy till the Lord's come. Your voice needs to be heard. God is going to change the world through your voice or whoever he's desired for you to influence. When you get your words out there, they're going to hear your voice and they're going to be drawn to God. That's the purpose of the money. 
to, to spread the kingdom of God. Now, one of the benefits of the money is you get to live good, but the purpose of it, you got to remember what's your purpose. This is not your home. You're a pilgrim and stranger. So this money we get down here, God want to give us buku money surplus. Yeah, we can live uh, uh, smooth and put on that, that purple. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But also, a Lord's song going to have to go to the things that pertain to the kingdom. Hallelujah. I don't care if you die broke. You can have a big house, and but you ain't going to die broke because the principles of the Bible are going to be practiced when you get. Talking about kingdom stewardship. But it says, and, and uh, it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torment, and see it Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on him and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thou good things. You drunk the best champagne, you drunk Martel and Hennessy, Cavartier, you drunk Heineken and Corona, you drunk the, drunk the best, and you had all them pretty fine women. He, Abraham told him, boy, you live like a king. You had a show of women. You won favor to your wife. And you had money. You had plenty of weed and not plenty of powder. But he said, and likewise, Lazarus, evil thing. But now he is confident and thou art tormented. You should have used your money for some more than just getting high and drunk and, and running around with You should have used your money for the kingdom and been a good steward over your wife, a good steward over your family, a good steward over, over the things of God. You should have been reading the Bible. You should have been praying and decreeing over your wife and children and over yourself. You should have had a powerful confession within yourself. But no, nah, you wasted your life playing around. I'm out of time, brothers and sisters. Be blessed. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Well, brothers and sisters, I'm glad to be with you once again. We're talking about kingdom stewardship. Father, bring revelation and understanding. But also, Father, let my words, Lord, be heavy, Lord, and bless and cause a stir, Lord, to come into them that you have ordained to be stewards of money, to be stewards of the mysteries, to be stewards of whatever area you call them to steward. Let it be awakened. Awaken them, Lord. Let revelation come to them, Father, as I minister in the name of the Lord Jesus. Matthew, the 25th chapter and at the 14th verse. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Now, brothers and sisters, Jesus said, it's given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom. Okay? So, who is the man traveling into a far country? That would be Jesus. And he called his own servants. That would be me and you. And he delivered us his goods. So, so that's, the, that's the revelation of that. Right? For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country. Jesus left heaven and came a long way to earth. And he called his own servants. First he went to the Jews first and then us. And he delivered unto them his good. He gave us something. He gave us something. 
I'm going to make it more practical. He gave you his words, and his words is to be confessed. And he said, hold fast to your confession of faith without wavering. For he that gave these words is, is, is promised. He's promised to back them up. He's promised to release angels to hearken unto his words that he has placed in your mouth. His words are placed in your mouth when you read what is written. But also when you're faithful in something small. You remember I covered that earlier this week? If you're faithful in confessing the written word, God will give you the the rhema. But if you ain't faithful in confessing the written, why should he commit unto you the true riches? Why should he commit unto you the prophetic rhema word if you're not faithful in that which is small? How many understand that? And he gave unto, and unto one he gave five talents. This is money. To another two. And to another one. To every man according to his several ability. See, all of us got not one ability. We got several ability. All of us. And straightway took his journey. So he left us with something. What are we going to do with what he's given us? I perceive all of us got an income. You got to have an income to be able to uh, pay your bills. If more income is not coming, what have you done with the income that you have? Have you been faithful when you was making $5 an hour? Was you Were you faithful in giving? See, if you were faithful in giving when you were making $5 an hour, you might get blessed to make 10 If you're faithful in giving when you're making 10 you might get blessed to make 20 See, if you're faithful in that which is small, God will give you more. See, he don't tell you when he's going to do it, but he watches you. You know, one place he told you to prove him. Watch him. Prove him. He said the children of Israel proved him ten times. They proved him. They asked him to do it. He did it. You know, God will do what you ask him today. You could prove him, but, but I'm going to tell you this. He's going to prove you back. When he began to bless you to what he what you asking him for, what you're going to do with it? When he fix your marriage or whatever, what you're going to do with that? Are you going to start not going to church? Are you going to start not praying, not reading your Bible? When he when he saved your, your kids or whatever, are you going to start worshiping him and serving him? He told in one place, when you get into this land, don't you forget me. Don't you forget me because it is me that give you power to get wealth that you may that I may establish my kingdom on earth. God is giving you the authority, the power to get wealth so that he may spread his kingdom. That's what it's really about. He might give you a million. If, if, if a person can hit a baseball and make $20 million a year, he gave them that so they can get that money to the kingdom of God so he can put more people on TV so the, so the, pastor, can, so the pastor can buy a jet. Oh, Brother King, he ain't getting that so the pastor can buy a jet. Yes, he did. So the pastor can buy a jet so he can fly all over the world preaching. People, y'all need to get kingdom money. Y'all, y'all got a poverty mentality to some people. They think the preacher's supposed to be broke. They think Jay-Z and different ones, Little Nas X, they supposed to have jets and, and all this. And the, and the preachers and all this, the people of God supposed to be poor. That's why God wrote in the word that the children of this world are Wiser than the children of the light, because that's the mindset of the children of light. They, the children of light think 
that the Facebook is for the wicked, but it ain't for the wicked. Facebook will put here for the children of light so you can get on there and preach. See, the Bible says, go ye into the highways and byways and compel them to come into the kingdom. That's just another avenue for you to preach to the people. It's just the wicked also benefit. See, the rain fall on the just and unjust. Planes was invented for preachers to fly overseas to preach. It wasn't invented for, for you to fly over there and, and get hookers like Epstein or something. See, people people are ignorant. All this stuff was put here, these inventions were put here for us to use, not for the world, but the world is smarter than the, than the people of the kingdom. People say, oh, I ain't going on Instagram. I ain't going on Facebook. Man, they be on Instagram one minute. They be prophesying on Instagram to the people. They'll pat you in and give you a prophetic word. They be prophesying on Facebook. Only thing y'all know is on Facebook. You think the only thing on there is, is uh, um porn. You don't have to look on the porn. You don't have to look at that. Go buy it. Just like you passed out a liquor store. Women still out there with half dress. You don't have to talk to them. You see them. Just because you see it don't mean you got to talk to them. It don't mean you got to be all religious. Ah, look at them. You like that too. Man, y'all, I'm preaching better than y'all understanding. Because people need to get kingdom minded. See, the Muslims, they don't care if a bunch of them die. They send their kids to die. Why? Because their plan, they're on a hundred-year plan, thousand-year plan. They're trying to leaven every country until they leaven the whole lump. They want everything leavened with their religion. Where the children of light supposed to be leavened in two. Your main focus is supposed to be, man, how can I expand God's kingdom? How can I get on Instagram, Facebook, release a scripture, release a word? Now, are you scared to tell people they don't need to get an abortion? I'm glad I wasn't aborted. I'm glad you weren't aborted. And see, Satan is, is slick. He didn't, he called abortion, but it's infanticide, or infanticide, where you murdering infants. You know, I felt led to go there. So people are scared to say, you you scared to get on there and say, I ain't saying get on there and, and, and be rude where they don't want to talk to you. Don't misunderstand me. I might, I might be coming off a little wrong. But what I'm saying is they're not scared to say their point of view, and they done took over. And what I'm saying is media was supposed to be here for God's kingdom to be advanced, for God's righteousness to be advanced. So he gave them the talents, right, according to their uh, abilities, and he took their journey. Verse 16, then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants coming and reckoned it with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained besides them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee rule over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents besides them. And his Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I'll make them rule over many things and thou into the jaw of the Lord. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew that thou art a hard man, reaping what you hadn't sown and gathering what you hadn't strawed. I, re- I was afraid, and I hid your talent in the earth. And here, here it is. 
and the Lord called him a wicked and slow for serving. And and he said he should at least put his money in the stock market. And he took it from him and he cast him in the outer darkness. I had to condense it. So God wants you to do something with what he gave you. Be blessed, brothers and sisters. Be great kingdom stewards. I love you. Well, I'm glad to be with you to end this week off. Grace and peace be multiplied upon you from the Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm Brother Derek King at the microphone saying shalom, peace be unto you. I love you. And we're talking about kingdom stewardship. Let's go right into the word. Let's go to the book of Mark, the fourth chapter. Let's start at the 23rd verse. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And he said unto them, take heed what you hear. Take heed what ye hear. Let me say this again. Take heed what ye hear. If you're married, don't let women, don't let some woman turn you against your husband. Don't let her tell you her opinion. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do. Man, don't let nobody turn you against your wife. Man, you crazy. I wouldn't put up with this. I wouldn't take heed what you hear. And it's not just dealing with relationships. Take heed what kind of word you hear. Don't let nobody tell you God wants you broke. Don't let nobody tell you God wants you sick. The Bible says the opposite. Take heed what you hear. Don't let nobody tell you somebody evil because God blessed them with money. Don't let nobody tell you that you should take money from the rich and give it to the poor. The rich should give it to the poor of their own volition. God don't work that way. He don't make people do anything. They should give of their own um, heart, give out of their own heart, a free will off. Do you know in the Old Testament when they got ready to build a temple, do you know that they gave freely? They gave so much money to the law had to tell them to stop bringing money. It didn't bother them to give money. They didn't get their panties in a war because God uh, asked them to bring some money to the temple because they understood the scriptures in that area. They might have missed it in some other areas, but they understood in that area that you couldn't outgive God. Hallelujah. So it didn't bother them to give, and it shouldn't bother you to give. God is not trying to take all your money. The preacher is not trying to take all your money. And don't worry about if he got a new car. Don't let that worry you. Don't worry about if he got a house, a big old house. You're going to have one too once you do what he's been doing, once you give. Because he probably got that because he's a giver. He, his house is proving that the Lord do what he said he's going to do. I hadn't met anybody who wasn't a giver that was poor. Everybody I know who got a lot of money, they're very generous. They're very generous. You don't know them. You just think they're not. Even Bill Gates and different ones like that, they might not be, you know, you might think they're wicked. You might think some of the rap stars are wicked, but some of them jokers are givers. You'd be shocked how much money they give to charity. So take heed what you hear. Don't believe everything you hear. Unless it's the word of God. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear, shall more be given. 
if you hear what the word of God is saying, God is going to give you more. For he that hath, to him shall be given. So if you got some, God is going to give you more. And he that have not from him shall be taken away, taken, taken even that which he hath. So a person that's poor, more going to be taken from them. Why? Because they won't hear. They don't have to stay that way if they give. One time I told a man, he said, um, he said, man, I, I, I'm broke, man, I'm broke. I said, well, how much money you got in your pocket? He said, I got, I got about three dollars. I said, give it to me. He said, no. If I give you that, then I'm I'm gonna be broke. What I was gonna do is I was gonna take his three dollars and give him what I had in my pocket. But because I was trying to teach him at the same time, I do that now sometimes. But I was trying to teach him a concept. You gotta give to receive. You gotta plant seed to get. That's how it works. It just worked that way. You gotta give love to receive love. It don't just work that way in money. It works that way in everything. Whatever you want to receive. Do likewise to that person. This is a scripture. Whatever you desire that your neighbor do to you, you do to him. I mean, what you desire them to do to you, you do to him. If you desire them to, to knock you upside the head, go knock them upside the head. Somebody got to make sure that that, that uh, you begin to reap that. He ain't going to do it, but he'll pull his protection. See? So you, it's that's how it just worked that way. So people that have, you see them getting more. And people that don't have, you see what they have being taken away. Because the word says that. The word not going to change. I told somebody at work the other day, I said, the poor going to be with you always. And they tried to correct me. I didn't. I said, no, I'm not correcting that. That's the word of God. They said, don't say that. I said, well, I'm going to say it. It's the word. The poor will be with you always. But, you, but see, they're going to be there because you're going to always have people that don't hear. God didn't desire for people to go to hell, but people are going to go to hell. What I'm talking about is kingdom stewardship. You need to do something with what you have, whether it be money, whether it be love, whether it be uh, poems. Write some Christian poems and post it on Facebook. Whatever you have, you need to give because you can't give what you don't have. And if you've been having something and not giving it, he's going to take that talent and give it to the one that got a lot. According to the scriptures. And he said. At verse 26. So is the kingdom. Of God. As if a man should cast seed into the ground. See a man has to release seed. The kingdom works this way. A man has to release seed. Whether it be words from heaven. Whether it be money. Whatever it is you have. You got to release it. Because those are the seeds. The kingdom of God is if a man should cast seed into the ground. It works naturally. It works spiritually. Whatever you give is a seed. Whatever words you say are seeds. Whatever words you release are seeds. Whether it be positive or negative, it's going to come up. It's going to grow because the ground yields was ever planted. The same ground that yields good fruit, it, it yields thorns and thistles. Because the ground only yields what seed is planted. So the kingdom works that way. It's going to yield what it plants. The kingdom of God, it as if a man should cast a seed, cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day 
and the seed shall spring and grow up, he knoweth not how. Now, they are telling you how it do it. You got to sow seed. So a kingdom-minded person or a steward of the mystery of the kingdom is trying to figure out where he can sow more seed. He said, go in the highways and byways, go to the where the sinners are and sow seed there. Sow seed on Instagram. Sow seed on Facebook. Ignore their clothing. We know that in the world. Ignore it. Ignore it. God ain't telling you to go and say, worry about how they look. He ain't asked you to worry about how messy they are. He wants you to be a light in darkness to bring light to their mess. He ain't told you to judge them. He told you to make friends with unrighteous mammon. Are you listening to me? Make friends with them. Ask the Lord, like it says in Psalms 2, to give you the heathen for inheritance. I prayed that the other day. Lord, give me the heathen as an inheritance. Give me these folks that messed up. Let the anointing flow through me to set them free from crack. I want them people tattooed up. The people who they think, man, ain't no hope for, give me them people for their inheritance. You know why I like them people? Because some of them jokers are lieutenants in the in the demonic world, and when they get on the side of the law, they're going to be straight soldiers. I love them. I love them people like that. Some 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 are not all of them, but a lot of them loyal. I get more loyalty right now sometimes from worldly people because it, once once they see I love them, man, they 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 gonna stand by me. Some of them, you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. But you should sleep and rise night and day to see your spring and grow up. He know it not how. We got to leaven these people. We got to bring the world in, brothers and sisters. You got to bless your neighborhood. And let your influence. I don't know how long it's gonna take. Keep speaking over your neighbor. You'll be shocked what'll happen. You'll be shocked what'll happen. You're gonna influence generations by your prayers over your neighborhood, by your prayers over your church, by your prayers over whoever. You are the influential person that God's looking for. Be blessed and have a great weekend.